us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome, everyone, to episode 73. Yeah, 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 I want to start yeah. out with a quick uh, birthday shout out to Jesse Conche, one of the uh, Hard Times offspring. I wanted to uh, go ahead and, and put him on blast for his first birthday. <laughs> you know, it was always funny. He was uh, He's one of the pregnancy-packed babies. I don't know if you guys remember uh, that episode oh so long ago, but yeah, he's he's another one of those Hard Times kids. Yeah, man. So uh, happy birthday to Jesse. Also, shout out to Mark, man. Finally got the package in. Yeah, nice. people have been uh, asking for the for the for the uh, Heron's Home uh, book club reviews. So <laughs> Mark, Mark Mark went out of his way to to send me in his first recommendation. So we're gonna start out with the uh, with Memoirs of Misinformation by uh, by um, J, um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey and Dana Vashon. And uh, so give me about a week or two and I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll I'm going to do a quick read through with notes and I'll come back with a more in-depth review because I know I touched on that in prior episode, but I didn't really actually give it a, a full full review. So that one's uh, coming. That one came up by popular demand. So uh, nice, I just wanted nice. to give a shout out to Mark for, uh, for for coming through with that, helping helping us get that content together. But yeah, man. Oh man. In no short order, we'll move on to the coon of the day because you know that that segment. I think this is going to be my last one only because these 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 segments wear thin after a while. But you, you can't. You, it's not. It's not for lack of 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 people who are stepping up to the plate, as I like to say, because. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems like it seems like the the Trump administration seems to attract them like moths to a flame. Like they're they're a big racist flame, and and, and the coons just yeah, it's because he's got the it. biggest flame right now, bro. So uh, we'll, we'll shout out Sir Michael Singleton and uh, his his main uh, uh, his name is Sir Michael. Yeah, Sir Michael Singleton. Uh, his his main offense is. Uh, is somehow contorting all of the things going on in 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 the Trump administration and and consistently making them uh like try to to look like positive things for the black community and always skewing things to kind of make it seem like Trump is really helping the black community when it, the it, the numbers just don't pan out for him. <laughs> They just don't pan <laughs> it's out. It's not for worth him. it, bro. It, it, and, it ain't and, worth and it, bro. The, the worst part is, is, is that he's a really articulate young man. You know what I mean? He's not an idiot. He's clearly doing this as a grift. You know what I mean? Like he's like, fuck it. If nothing's going to get done for four years, then I might as well. You know what I mean? Like, be a mouthpiece and and make money until the next administration comes because that's what he does. That's like his. He's a political pundit. He's a talking yeah. head, so it's his job to, to to talk shit. And he's like, "Well, fuck it. If I can't, if they're not going to do anything, and I can't criticize them for it, because either a they they shut me out, or b you know uh, I you know they are the number one topic of the day, then fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and mislead people. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the logical conclusion to that. You know what I mean? And uh, so yeah, yeah, he's going to go he ahead. Found and, the and, price to sell his soul, man. Yeah. You know, and and that's that's the the vein of of the Candace Owenses and all of them. But you know, it's it that's actually a, a popular thing for people to do in politics. You know, ever since like two thousand eight, really, like Obama's um, like uh, campaign really really elevated a lot of people who were pretty much just racist talking heads. They they were just playing on the side of a team, and and it made it it made it like the the echo chamber that was being created with social media and through talk radio and things like that, and the and the ever tightening views of mainstream media, it just just created a, a a place where people could could pretty much pander to to their audience in a really disgusting way and make a huge amount of money doing it. Like Candace Owens and them make so much money doing this, this grift. And you know, th- I mean, 
That's got to be. They have to be because there's oh, literally they, they no other selling point. Yeah. They, there's they, no other selling point to it. The community is not like it's like a, a loving, embracing <laughs> yeah, community. Yeah, you feel me? No, they still don't like you. Just because you're saying the same shit that they do don't mean they fuck with you. Yeah. They're doing it. It's all for the money. Nothing else. So, yeah. It's it, fucking it, gross. God, that's terrible. But, yeah, it seems like he spurred a, a deeper conversation there. But, yeah, just... Uh, <laughs> the. I, I unfortunately just it's it's one of the main things that you're gonna find a lot of these uh, African American pundits doing these days, and it, it's it's a shame. But yeah, sure, Michael Singleton, coon of the day, good for you, guy. <laughs> have you been watching anything as of late? Nah, I still haven't caught anything. I'm I've been deep in Persona Five. I didn't see anything <laughs> of, of note either. I, I watched in my dearth of 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 uh motivation to watch anything uh lately i watched two things with carolina that were just but you know it, it was funny because you said something off mic and you were uh and you made the comment that like oh they sound like they were doomed at conception and i was like you're right <laughs> like the concepts just don't sit sit well with me that's why I, they weren't my first picks of watching, but um, she they was were on, uh, the uh, invitations on Netflix, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure that's where. I, yeah, Netflix greenlights anything, man. They they do. That, they <laughs> that's really the thing do. with Netflix. It's a it's a roll of the D20, man. Sometimes yeah. I I'd say they, that they hit they hit like 35 percent of the time. Yeah, absolutely, which is pretty good. Absolutely, which is pretty I agree. Good, with given, that. Given the given the um, volume with the amount of absolutely, hundred percent agree. Thirty five percent. And sometimes good, I like to watch them off kilter, like weirdo movies. Sometimes, as long as, as long as they don't get too bad, as long as they don't scrape the barrel too bad. I like I like watching kind of movies with off the wall concepts on Netflix. I do, but oh, Ultra Carbon didn't get renewed. Boo. Oh no! Yeah, That's no, so hard to 30. believe. That's why I was so okay with um what you spoke about from last uh, last week episode about the boys, about her head getting exploded. That's why I was so cool with that was because she played Raylene, and because like with Raylene, I just don't have. I'm like, all right, yeah, fine, because you're she's such a dick that I'm just like, all right, you know what I'm saying, fuck her. So. Ah, uh, but still, Alter Carbon is so good, man. Yeah. I can't. That's that's heartbreaking. It is. I, I, I that's really enjoyed that's heartbreaking, man. There were so many dope characters in that series, and and they had the perfect plot device as to why the main character would change actors. Yeah, like, God it, damn it was it. really eh, man. It's do? like it's kind of hard to find sci-fi series that but I like gets watching. Season three, man. Just kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn, man, that sucks. But yeah, um, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not so good news at all. Netflix shows. Uh, we were watching Hannibal, which is a TV show. Yeah, Matt Mickelson, right? Yeah, a ton of fam- uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Nice, um, nice. Several other famous actors giving star performances. Just not an imper- not an enjoyable premise. Right, it's, you know they're they're. How many seasons did that make it to? If I remember, that that stuck no around idea. for a while. I'm I I I'm, I'm having that. a hard time watching the the two the two episodes that I was that, that I sat down with her to watch. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just there's a it's a lot of drama for people who are supposed to be like analyzing a situation and giving an objective like opinion. Yeah, like, to, to do one of the like the uh, profiler. It's the most emotional, like he's watching the like the the crime scene and recreating the the crime, and he's like describing it, but he's getting so emotional, like he's in it, like he's going through the murder. I'm like, yo, that's his fetish, bro. That's, that that doesn't incline me to want to use like to use your services more. Like that that you know makes what me that reminds me of? You, like you have a problem. That reminds me of the Kim piece. Kim Peel sketch with the masturbating investigator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, that's what ridiculous. that reminded me of. Oh man! Um, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> just let him do. Just let him do his thing. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Just gotta step back and <laughs> oh, come man. back in two minutes. But um, yeah, he was. I mean, the the show and the show that centers around, you know, murders that are very gruesome in nature. And so yeah, I don't know. I I just think it was like you said before. It was uh, the concept was dead on arrival with me, and so because I mean it's a bunch of as I said stars, 
giving star dramatic performances. Yeah. So I feel like I must be the one who's missing <laughs> something here because it can't be that bad. You know what I mean? Nah, but I'm so just, it's, it's, I feel it's like got zero. I feel like it's a hard sell appeal. to fucking um uh, uh try to sell me a uh, uh, a cannibal for like more than two hours you know what i'm saying like in the sympathetic view of a cannibal yeah you know what i mean like hannibal Lecter works because it's like it's like two hours Sympathy per movie or so and it's it doesn't that's focus entirely <laughs> that's a hard sell man <laughs> it doesn't focus entirely. oh but that's what i was gonna speaking of profilers have you heard of the series mindhunter on netflix i've heard of it think i've seen it in passing but i've no i've never indulged in an episode that's the one that's um kind of been on my mental cue when you mentioned hannibal and the profiler kind of um brought that back to me because apparently the mindhunter is about a profiler and they go through a bunch of different serial killers and i think much bunch um a lot of them are are like from still alive and shit but apparently there's some really great performances um the dude uh was it cha-cha from from um umbrella academy okay yeah he plays i think john wayne gacy and he does like an amazing performance like you, you see him as cha-cha and you're like oh this dude's just like eh, it's whatever but you see him as this other character and he was just like spellbinding but so that's one of the things i don't know like you might i don't know if you might want to check that one out but that's in my mental cue and it seems like a similar thing to can um hannibal <laughs> it seems like a similar <laughs> thing to hannibal but in a different take, you know what I mean? Different, different take on the same subject That's matter. <clears throat> so, yeah, there was that. And then um, we watched uh, The Invitation, which was another movie where just definitely very long eye roll. Just <laughs> <laughs> I could it. What exactly is The Invitation about? Like, I kind of just saw it. Like, right, I'm just going to tell you the preview. Out, yeah, it's good. I have to make some value of that time. <laughs> like I, I, I watched that whole movie, and so yo, I need that back. Yeah, and we're gonna need that time back, and we're gonna have to kind of find some way to 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 make content out of that. So let's and do it, it. it had um, what's his face in it? The original um, uh, oh no, was he the first or the second one? The dude that was following Daenerys around and then got replaced in like season three. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's got him uh, as the um, uh, one of her generals. From yeah, when she was Khaleesi. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was also in Treme. That's where I know him from. Oh, yeah. So that's what mm-hmm. um made that title but card he's in a stuck bunch out to of me. Shit. Um he's always in like an ancillary role or like a side role. Oh, he's not the main character in this one? No, no, he's a he is a main character. Okay, okay, okay. Um I'm gonna spoil it so um your thing, your thing. This guy uh so him and his wife uh, go through a separation because their son dies. I'm not sure exactly how. It might have been said, and I just was in mid-eye roll and missed it. <laughs> and so... I rolled so loud, I didn't hear the reason yeah. for his passing. <laughs> and so um, they go through a separation. They go through an extended time apart. He gets an invitation from her to attend a house party. With her and her new man, um, in their hard, time no. apart. So it's them and a group of friends. In their time apart, they've been going to Mexico uh, and got involved in this cult. Um, and they Strike just do a bunch right of weirdo there. white people shit, man. Yeah, that's already two strikes off rip, bro. The guy, comes, the guy attends his 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 ex wife's party. He brings his new black girlfriend. It's so fucking weird and awkward how, <laughs> how, like, there's, like, three of his friends who are just total, like, jock bro frats, and, uh, frat guys, and they, they totally, like, she's so hot, she's so hot, <laughs> overly doing it, and I'm just like, the fuck is wrong with these Who talks dude? like that? Who, who, who talks oh, about shit. someone's girlfriend in front of them Yes. Like that? Oh, like, my God. There's just, like, so many levels in of all my weird, years, like, cuckery going on with I've this. yet to witness that. And <laughs> so... There was that, and then, like, throughout the course of the night, they're waiting for Choi. It, it was so funny, because the running joke throughout the whole movie for me was like, yo, Choi been dead. Because they've been talking about, like, yo, Choi, where's Choi at? Choi was supposed to be here. Choi, like, every five minutes. And so, like, every couple was like, yo, Choi been dead, yo. Right. How many times I got to tell you? Choi bit and then Choi showed up. I was like, fuck, man. Come on, man. Was there at least something weird going on with Choi? 
I don't. Or did the writers just want to dick tease you the whole time? So yeah. they were building like false tension. Yeah, because I wasn't in. It was like the first nigga to die. <laughs> I was like the first nigga to die. He showed up and immediately disappeared. Now you know where Choi is for sure. Yeah. Now, um, long. So, so throughout the course of the night, they're like, "Oh, check out this video." Like it's kind of like a recruitment video for our our little, you know, not sex cult thing, and. So they show him the video, and it's just Important disclaimer. a woman with cancer dying on camera, and it, and she what? has people with the, from the cult around her, and they're just comforting her, and she just passes away and dies. So many camera. questions, bro. It's, so it's many questions. Like, we don't white people shit. Like at that point, I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. What does the sex cult oh, have to oh, do with cancer? No, no, wait. Before they do that, they introduce this next character named Pruitt, which is just some big old doofy weird white dude. Who comes in and does creepy, weirdo, doofy, white dude shit. Like, like really creepy shit. And so, like, everyone's sharing. And then he shares a fucking story about how he killed his wife. I mean, my man's got demons, bro. Bro, demons, bro? <laughs> and then and they, and at one point, one of the chicks is like, you know what? She does exactly what I figured So sh- many of them should have done prior. And you're like, yo, I'm out. Yeah, what? And, and so this nigga is like, oh, yeah. I'm parked behind you. Let me follow you out. Get and the fuck out of here. And nobody gets up to say, hey, you know what? I'm Get not going to let her go out there with the killer by herself. Like, come on, man. Like, you, y'all, are y'all trying to send her a message? And like, then he comes in alone. Anyway. Oh, she left. She told y'all to have a good night. Yeah, you know what I mean? Don't worry. She said, don't wait. She's not going to text you when she gets home. Yes. Yeah, so she's like, 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 she's, like, she's not going to call you tomorrow either. <laughs> like, bro. It was just she like, was so weird out about this whole thing. She doesn't even know she's going to contact you guys ever again. Just drop so, it. yeah, they go through that. And then they introduce this, this one, like, chick that they met down in the... It, at the, the the not sex cult place and she's like really weird and free and like she's like kissing all the <laughs> girls and it's, you know doing her thing and it's like okay good good for you and then out of nowhere uh what's his name um the main uh one of the main characters the the ex-husband mm-hmm. like does something that like triggers her and like she starts like freaking out on him like and so he pushes her and of course she falls like a drunk baby and like hits her head on the fucking edges of the bat yeah i mean and then this sets yeah we need to build false tension we need something to build false tension immediately and then they try to kill everybody and it's fucking dumb um yeah it doesn't doesn't sound too hot no the uh he makes it out with the cute black girlfriend but then they go outside and they see that, uh, like, it's the dead of night, but in, like, all the windows in this town, like, interspersed throughout them, you see these red flames, which I assume are people who managed to kill everyone in their house. And I guess this was just something that this cult was doing. That's a weird cult. Yeah, like, it was just, it was just dumb. And it's like, you can't even get away with that in, in this day. Like, oh, you can't just no. kill, you can't no. murder everyone in your house. Hey, you trying to tell me that one of them had a Facebook group? Right. Come on, son. That's, uh, whatever, guys. Yeah. Fucking Netflix. God damn it. We need to write a bullshit story and pitch that shit to Netflix. I'm telling you, man. Feel me? They green lighting everything out here. The fuck? But yeah. So that, that was a long show of the invitation. It was not very entertaining. Um, yeah. It's, R.I.P. The Invitation. Yeah. Let me move on from that. I don't even have anything positive to say from that. Will not RSVP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I get you. But yeah, there's a, 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 a smattering of random topics this week. Um, did you see, like, it's, it's, it's so interesting what's going on right now. So you have Lord Jamar who is of, uh, of recent popularity from mm-hmm, appearing mm-hmm. on DJ Vlad videos. Mm-hmm. Um, now, recently, DJ Vlad was caught out on camera saying some reckless shit about Minister Farrakhan. <laughs> and um, now, that that's, that's that, in my opinion, Minister Farrakhan is one of those people who we, I think deserve to be defended. You know what I mean? He overall stands for the empowerment of black people. Um, his message stands the test of time. He his actions seem uh, to be benefiting all those people who who stand under him. So I I, I don't appreciate slander of the the, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. Um, so for Vlad to come out of his face and then on top of that mischaracterize what he was saying, 
I think it's particularly egregious. Now, Lord Jamar, um, being a very close cohort of his, you know, people looked at him sideways because Lord Jamar, you know, is supposed to be of the the nation of gods and men. You know what I mean? He's supposed right. to have Expect a certain to check him or something. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and and maintain that. And so, according to him, he addressed it with him and advised him that he should apologize. Which I can understand because as a man, I, you can't force anyone to do anything. All you could do is advise them. But I think that at some point, Lord Jamar has to acknowledge that when Vlad was talking to Jamar, Jamar was the more famous one. And really and truly, they were in a symbiotic relationship. But at some point, Vlad became the platform and Jamar became the talent. And when that dynamic came about, it stopped, you know, Jamar ceased to be to be the one who was bringing knowledge to the platform. And so it, it, you could only, he could only do but so much because Vlad is the one asking him questions. And so his his ability to to direct a, a conversation is limited to some degree. But when when Vlad takes a stance like, I'm not going to apologize for mischaracterizing one of the greater leaders of your generation, you got to take a stand against that, brother. Yeah, In my opinion. Especially my when opinion. you're riding with him. In my opinion. Now, I'd stop. Now, and you've noticed, like, in the beginning of this podcast, I used to make a lot of commentary on Vlad, on Vlad um, TV interviews, and and I, I I even lauded him at one point uh, for giving platform to older people in the community who have performed their lives and have a message for the younger generation. But at some point, you got to recognize when someone is 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 being exploitative and when they're using the relevance of maybe even the subject even if melvin farmer might be less famous than vlad he brings a credibility to vlad's platform that vlad would be is is incapable of garnering himself and so there's a lot of vulture tendencies in that relationship and so as such <clears throat> <laughs> I stopped really um, consuming Vlad TV interviews, even when they were of figures that I particularly appreciated. The same way that I I don't watch Hot 97 interviews of artists that I love. Hot 97 is 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 a vulture entity that is that is capitalizing on black culture to enrich racists. And people who don't genuinely have the best interest of black people at heart. Even minority people who might be self-hating or, 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 or not have positive views of black people at large. And so they, they, they enrich a lot of people who, who denigrate the black community, either directly or, or by undermining it by promoting negative stereotypes. And so, you know... We got to be careful, man. Like these these vulture entities are 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 first of all they're siphoning our money. They're they you know what I mean? Like we are the ones spending money with them, and so it's 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 a particularly egregious act to, to feed the person who has animosity towards you. And you know I I I I like Lord Jamar. I think that I think he's a powerful voice for standing up for a type of, of manhood that is looked down upon in this country. But at the same token, you got to stand up. You got to stand up for your elders. You know what I mean? And I believe that Minister Farrakhan is, is, is all, one of all of our elders. And, and so I, I would hope to see Lord Jamar take a, a firmer stance. Vlad, I've been stepped away from Vlad a long time ago. His, his platform is not, it's not, for the benefit of black people. It might be for black people, but it's not for the benefit of black people. And so, yeah, I just wanted to point that out, man, because I thought that 
I really thought that Lord Jamar would have stepped up for, for Minister Farrakhan in a stronger fashion. I was really surprised at the passive nature. And, you know, here you go. You have another prominent Jewish man speaking ill of black men, black, a black man in front of black men. And we don't defend our, each other. You know what I mean? It's like, how are we going to get to the place where black men are going to step up for black women when black men don't even love each other enough to step up for each other? It's like, it's there's, there's a lot of, it's, it's sad. You know what I mean? Like, there's no solidarity. Like, at some point, we're going to be like, you know, we're not going to dog each other to, to other people like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's just perpetuating more of those negative stereotypes that I talk about. Yeah, and he's gone in pretty hard for uh on Vlad against some other people too. Yeah. So it's like that is pretty interesting. Yeah, man. In other news, man, did you see the um just just to jump to a random uh <laughs> topic, uh did you see the the release of the Xbox prices and release date? No, I did not. How much is it? Well, it looks like Microsoft is really trying to piss Sony off, man, because they're pushing the next generation well, yeah, I consoles. There was like I think at um, three ninety nine for, the, for, for the base model, for the base model. So they're That's keeping wild it. Cheap. Yeah, they're they're keeping the price point low, and you know Sony loves creeping. They love raising the price every year. They believe like it's their right like to <laughs> to raise the price in their consoles every year. So the fact that um to that um, Microsoft is keeping the price point so low on that, it's got to irk them because they got to stay competitive. Yep. They can't go too much higher than that. And so, yeah, Microsoft with the, I think it's called Xbox Series S, which is the base model of it um, with no disk drive. And that's just the, uh, that's the obelisk, right? It's just the black obelisk. No, that's, that's, the, this is, that's the white one with the black circle on it. The okay, obelisk is the so full-fledged one with the disk drive and everything. Huh. Wow, I don't like that. I hate that design so much. Yeah, it is what it is, though. I think that most people are just going to put it under their desk somewhere and forget yeah, what it looks yeah. like. No mm. matter. I'm not getting one. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't purchase Microsoft um, products, but it is as 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 a someone who watches the market, because I do, I'm interested in the other consoles that come out to compete with it. It is good to, to have that information to know what the next uh, PlayStation is going to look like. And I'm hoping... But I see. I'm not interested in a in a driveless PlayStation. My PlayStation got to have a drive, a disc drive. <laughs> it's, it's a necessity. So yeah, like I hope that the um. Well, they they released the the design of the the next gen PS5, right? Yes, they did. Yeah, they just haven't released out the price points. Well, I hope the price points stay competitive with, with what Microsoft put out. But yeah, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. They're holding out for as long as possible. Well, yeah, because I'm, I'm definitely not going to buy the first gen one. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, definitely not. It's purely for speculation. Definitely not because it's going to be at even least if the two console years. comes out and it's great. There's probably one fucking game that comes out that's going to be worth that. There's probably going to be one game that comes out with the console that I'm going to be interested in playing between one and three. Mm. So it's it's not even like it's not even worth it for me to get consoles, brand new consoles in their first generation. Yeah, no, it's usually not not in your best interest. In other random news, um, dude, I'm not, I hate I'm, I hate the random antics that Erica Badu does. You know, the <laughs> random shit that she says. But one thing I do fuck with her heavy with is that she's big on the midwifery. Nice, nice. And, uh, yeah, she just recently delivered uh, Tiana Taylor and Amon Shumpert's baby in their home. And uh, from what I understand, it was a great experience. And she had recent, she had her prior child, I believe, trying to get to a hospital. And I don't believe she was able to make it to the hospital before she went in, uh, to, liver, to delivery. But it was revelatory to her that she didn't need to be in a hospital to have a healthy baby. You know what I mean? And... Um, so yeah, and that's actually after having delivered with a Ki in a Kaiser hospital. Let me tell you, that experience will make you feel the same way. Like I didn't need to be here for this. Like I could have definitely done this in my home, just with somebody who is familiar with the process and is is um, 
you know what I mean? Yeah, Experienced sure. and and has at least witnessed the process several times and can coach through it. Like witnessing the process actually it does a lot. Like especially from the third person, like knowing that it's taken care of, you really get to to learn a lot about the process of childbirth. And honestly, it's designed to, to happen without much assistance. You know what I mean? It's designed mainly to happen under the strength of the woman. And so, you know, being in a hospital and incurring all of that, it's really just a luxury. And it, it's not a necessary one, if, especially if you can make your home a comfortable place to do this. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, yeah I, I thought that that was, that was really uh, an interesting headline and a lot, one I'm much more inclined to talk about than the random shit that you hear about Eric Badu and the, uh, <laughs> the headlines for. The Badu um, box? No, yeah, that's um, that's way better. Keep the fucking hospitals away from your kids for as long as you can, well, and it, only give them like limited and specific access. Well, it's crazy because like being around wh- white people, like they'll they'll try to tell you that you're negligent for even hesitating to consider giving your child vaccines. Like just just wanting to be aware of what's what the whole schedule is or the vaccinations and not wanting to do excessive vaccination and things of that nature, like they'll they'll look at you like, wow, you are a you're an unfit parent. You the fact that you would even question modern medicine in reference to 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 how well you should how you should take care of your child, and I'm like, if you accept modern medicine unquestioningly, you're an unfit parent. Yeah. I would I that idea is so far out of the mainstream these days it's crazy it's beyond it's I, I don't know man it it's one of the main reasons why I, I like the school system is like uh, the bridge too far for me like medicine for the most part as long as I stay savvy and you 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 pay attention and do a little bit of research on the internet you can stay safe with with the procedures that that um, are administered by most pediatricians and 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 general care physicians. But like when it comes to the schools, man, you have no control over that and it's being administered by a bunch of people who are immune to the fucking law. Like <laughs> now seriously, teachers are as immune uh, to losing sorry. their jobs. Oh, I know. I'm not Jeff joking because I thought you were uh misleading. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like like the idea of teaching is a pretty pretty pure idea but let me tell you the people who choose to be teachers man they are some of the most flawed among us and they're not even particularly good at their jobs like the amount of teachers man i couldn't tell you man the amount of teachers that just seem generally like inept like i don't even understand how they make it from home to school much less then go on to teach your children things about the world like what the fuck it's crazy so i just decided yeah that that was the bridge too far for me though but um, yeah, I forgot how I even got onto that <laughs> that random rant. But yeah, um, vaccines. Oh yeah, doubting the, the the mainstream conception of what good parenting is, and trying to big up Erica Badu for for delivering Tiana Taylor's baby. I just love that idea, and I really want that to become a more popular um, concept, you know, in the community because it's. it's it's one that I think, especially when you, you, you just look at statistics, okay? Statistics show that negative outcomes are three times higher when black babies are handled by white doctors. That's, just, it's just, that's a real statistic, okay? If that's the case, then you are automatically, drastically increasing your child's survivability rate by decreasing the amount of times you have to encounter white doctors in the delivery of your child. And so it is It is what it is. You know, if you can get a midwife that, you know, can come to your home and help you, the likelihood of your child surviving is probably a lot higher than going to a hospital where you'll probably have a white or, or, or Asian doctor working on you, just statistically speaking, you know. And, and so... Yeah, we have to come up with these alternative ways of circumventing the systemic ways in which society is designed to make our lives harder. Because the assembly line isn't for us. No, no, no. It was never meant to build us. The, the, the assembly line was meant to, to, 
to dismantle us mentally. It was designed to make every step of our lives more difficult to ensure that we never catch up. That's just is what it is. So, I, <laughs> yes, I just I just uh, tied Erica Badu being a midwife as to how we take back the the black experience from in America. It, it, it all it, I do think that those things are tied together. Um, and so, yeah, shout out to Erica Badu. I very rarely have, you know, <laughs> positive things to say about her, her shenanigans. And so I was glad to see that, that, that she was in the news for the Erica Badu is a very diverse woman, man. She's super diverse. I will absolutely Don't give her that. Don't you let the, the fucking people who want to sell salacious uh, clickbait tell you otherwise. She's an amazing woman. <laughs> Speaking of people who like to... Um, to feed you salacious clickbait. You see Kanye's out here crying because he ain't getting no words. He did a gap. Saw this fucking clown walking on water. He saw that shit at a fucking like, trip service. Bro, I, saw that I, shit. I immediately scrolled. I'm so done Dude, with this I nigga, sped, bro. I sped up like I was scrolling I'm regular. I'm so done with this nigga. I, extra, I scrolled probably that shit extra quick. I'm so uh, done, bro. bro. Yeah, but no, ridiculous. <clears throat> so, so when Kanye starts bitching on Twitter about not having a board seat, what I hear is I have no real power to make decisions at Gap. That's what I hear, okay? Because you always have to interpret the things that Kanye says because he's never speaking to you directly. He's always speaking in, in circles. And so when he says that, the, the sentiment I get from it is, I have no power. And I remember when he first got this quote-unquote Gap deal, everybody was like, man, look at this, Kanye. You used to work at Gap. Now you're going to own Gap. Look at you, Playboy. Look at you, so cool. Man, fuck out of here, nigga. He, he, he as, as, I, as I probably uh, was correct in, in assuming, Gap was just using Kanye for, for relevance. And they knew that, that, that having him sign a piece of paper would get a bunch of people to, to start buying Gap again. And, Yo, son. I feel like if you see someone sign a deal with a company for something, you're like, yo, that dude's going to not run that company. I feel like you're fucking moron, bro. bro like that is that is the dumbest people, train of logic I've ever heard in my fucking yeah, life. Did he, did he, did he say, did he sign a deal to be the marketing manager for Ciroc? Did he own Ciroc now? Oh, I get it. Did he own Ciroc? I get it. No, it's just the disconnect between people with money and people without. That's yes. really all Oh, absolutely. I got Absolutely. Gotcha. And, and it sucks it because in our communities, there is part of the reason why I think that there's so low rates of entrepreneurship and successful entrepreneurship in our community is because a lot of people don't have a realistic vision of what mm -hmm. it is to be an entrepreneur. Their entire like, mental landscape They don't understand what it is. To, and so, yeah, they, 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 you know, they hear, they hear, you know what I mean? They listen to when Diddy says I own Ciroc and instead of looking at what the deal actually is and just realizing, okay, he's a marketing manager at the company and so he's the public face of Ciroc, which is still great. That's what, And what pisses me off is like, it's still a great job. It's still a great job. It's not like super bossed up owner status, but it's a great job. Yeah, he's but he's super bossed up owner on a bunch of other shit. This is just this is a side with hustle. Revolt, yeah, like with it's Revolt a side TV, hustle. What is wrong with Revolt people? TV? He's definitely <laughs> bossed up on that. That's that's yeah. that's all him. Him and Charlemagne. Real, Charlemagne's on, opening up a, a new podcasting thing with iHeartRadio. Wonder how that's gonna go for him. Mm. I heard some bullshit rumors about him being uh, part of the slander campaign against Joe Budden that's been going on. There's a slander campaign against Joe Budden? Well, all of his exes are getting paid to... to it, it's just weird how all of his exes are simultaneously getting paid to put their stories about him into the public sphere. It seems like organized slander campaign. When they... Okay. Joe Budden's been a public figure for decades now. All of them now just now want to come out, but anyway, that's that's an irrelevancy. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, like we don't need to sell. We we should. It's important for the people who are doing well in our community to accurately portray what they're doing because that's what's going to help lead or give examples for kids who don't have parents providing them with good examples. You know what I mean? That that okay. That's the 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 path to power that that I can achieve is watching this person. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it's like just you know do your. There's a ton of people who make money in private, 
And I'm never mad at people who make money in private. I just don't understand why people who have to do it with celebrity have to do it irresponsibly. That becomes problematic because celebrity has a, it's got a different type of influence. It's disproportionate. Yo, do you know how many broke celebrities there are? A ton. There's tons. Most, well, but they, most, but they, lot, they, yeah. at any moment they could parlay their celebrity into relevance if they if they have you know what I mean have something to market with. Yeah, and so I mean, they tell you all the time and like in, in art and in music, like it's 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 the talent and also the business. And mm-hmm. if you're not good at the business, it doesn't matter how good you are at the talent. Yeah, and so uh, I, we got to get the business part represented well. You know what I mean? Like we got tons of representation of the talent. That's what, you know, that's what everyone loves, loves, loves the industry for. But if we're going to give them the celebrity, then we're going to also have to ask that they represent the business a little bit better so that when people start coming up, you know, and, and that's how you create a culture of good business. Some, some, you know, there's, there's industries that have cultures of good business that, you know, it does, there's just not a lot of fraud and malfeasance that goes on in them. And we, we could make this industry one of them. I mean, it hasn't been. I'm not saying that it has been. I'm just saying we could. And it, I think that a lot of people would benefit from that. You know what I mean? Because it's a, it's a, it's a industry that feeds so greatly into the, the, the talent and, and wealth of our community. Uh, there's a huge part of our community that has their wealth tied up in entertainment, producing it and, and doing things related to it. So anyway, yeah, so that, that was... Uh, that was a, a a a funny a funny uh turnaround that Kanye now went from I'm gonna be I'm gonna be running gap to I don't even got a board seat. Damn it, Kanye! Why would you have a board seat? You don't work for Gap. You're a contractor. I have no idea. You're a hired contractor. Okay, when I hire you to come to my company to make a song, you don't now own the record label. What is going on? I don't know, man. I, I have no idea what what he like. I, know. I, I, I nah, I man. If you're falling for that shit. Kanye is just saying, look. The more people respond, is the more engagement. It's all all that matters is engagement. It doesn't matter if it's negative. It doesn't matter if it's a negative comment. It doesn't matter if it's a dislike. Is it? Oh, it's absolutely. Oh, when okay. it comes I, to um, when it comes to like uh, uh how you mm-hmm. measure stuff like that. It's measured by how much people interact with it, not by what it is specifically that they interacted with. Yeah, I usually miss the 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 whole monetization and things like that. Like, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I just that would totally be like was like the last thing I was thinking about when I started. I was like, oh, maybe it's classic Kanye. Kanye though. It's not the it's not the first time Kanye has done this. This is classic Kanye. Oh yeah, it definitely is not. And the it just first time. It, and it's just like. Either he's off his meds or he's being retarded because he, I understand why regular people who have no money would be like, oh yeah, he owns Gap now. Yeah, I can understand yeah, that. They're stupid. But there's absolutely no reason that, why Kanye would ever point. think that. That's what I was thinking. That's so was he thinking does earlier. that. He's doing that for, like to this, generate. Like nigga, you read the heat. contract. Yeah, you he's doing that to generate heat. To he's contract. not. He didn't just lose his brain all of a sudden. So he, if he's not going through an episode, then absolutely he's just doing that to drum up engagement for something okay. specific. Yeah, no, I, and that's the part that he gets me with every fucking time. Every time I'm like, but what do you mean, Kanye? It's like, nigga, what do you, what do you mean, what do you mean, Kanye? He didn't mean anything. Gorillas, nigga. <laughs> they, they're going gorillas. What does that mm-hmm. even mean? Who knows? Who cares? Bro, I'm bigger than Jesus. <laughs> I'm bigger than Picasso. I'm bigger than Da Vinci. That's the talk. same person. That's the yeah. same person. <laughs> that's the same. George Bush don't like black people. Same person. Kanye West says random retarded shit all the time. Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, man, it's so Trumpian. I'm, and, and, I mean, they are friends, bro. I mean, they are what they would each describe as friends. I don't think either of them really have friends. Definitely. I, I mean, I'm sure Kanye has yeah. a lot of people that Actually, love him. Too. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, um, he's so lost, bro. So fucking lost. Yeah, I, I, I've got to learn how to read social media comments. <laughs> I never read them and get correct correctly what they were meant to, to convey. Well, I mean, technically you do because they're meant to instantly inflame you. No, I wasn't inflamed. I was confused. <laughs> but in general, but the yeah, comments I, are meant to get like I was quick reactions. It was provocative, yes. But anyway, yeah, moving on from that. Um Gosh, speaking of Donald Trump, he was getting flamed for for 
I don't I'm I don't understand why people are so surprised that he called fallen soldiers losers. I don't know why people are surprised by that. Like everything in his past would lead you to believe that. I mean, based on his comments to John McCain, based mm-hmm. on based on his based on the fact that he thinks that if you pay your taxes you're a loser, you're a sucker. Mm-hmm. Like like this is not a person who believes that that doing your duty is a intelligent thing to do. Mm-hmm. He's told us time and time again that doing your duty makes you an idiot. So what in the <laughs> world makes you think that he respects the right. fucking the, the way troops? he sees that you guys weren't smart or Martin, successful you enough to start the system? You guys didn't have bone spurs, you dummies. Exactly. Exactly. Why didn't you grow bone spurs like a real you man? Weren't smart or successful enough to skirt the system, bro? Like, there go you whack. It's just another case of like. Really, people like man. Hmm. At, at, at no point do you become desensitized to the idiocy. You know what I mean? Like it, it's one thing to be surprised by it the first time, but at this point, this is the mo. Yeah, mm-hmm. this Absolutely. is this is For the real. this is the water we swim in. You know what I mean? That this should not surprise you. That this is right. What Niggas this man is still believes. tasting ocean water and be like, yo, this shit is so salty, bro. Why is this shit so salty? <laughs> <laughs> Trump is I mean, on like you've been sailing it for four years. Trump, Trump, Trump was was recorded with Bob Woodward saying that yeah, yeah, I know exactly how deadly coronavirus is. It's pretty bad, but you know, I like to downplay it. You know, I don't want to make a panic. Yeah. You know, what I mean? it, like why are people surprised at that? Like that that is not surprising behavior from this man. And you guys decided to make him president. And guess what? If you, it wasn't enough for y'all that didn't agree with when he stole the election, essentially by getting less votes and still being put into power. Both. If you're not going to turn around and, and remove him from power, then shit. Right. You're not going to ask the twelve percent. Like I, I hate when people are like, "But well, what did black people do?" Uh, like, nigga, we're twelve percent of the population, and on top of that, we're disenfranchised. Like, stop asking what we're going to do, please. Like we, we like stop asking the person who's least capable and most fucking degraded by this entire situation to do the most in terms of actually contributing to fixing the problem. It's just disingenuous. You know what I mean? Like this guy, like what do you expect from your president? This is what, this is what you've asked for. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you're not making plans and figuring out like how to conduct yourself in the absence of a leader, then you, you've you've clearly not realized that you have to be a more self reliant to be an American. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the the only thing that is that is still American is is not relying on anyone but yourself. <laughs> that is the only thing that is still American. You know, and 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 so like yeah, it don't make no sense. I I just don't understand the general malaise that's going on in the in the media and and in political discourse where people are still talking about the minutia. It's like, yo, like when are we going to start talking about a politics that circumvents the this or fixes the problems of the current system? Cuz we can't keep u- utilizing this politics, you know. Bad shit happens, you know. It's not it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well if we keep you letting that be the 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 political uh, boiler room that that we're gonna we're gonna cook up this this um, this society in. It's not going to work. Yep, time's running out. Yeah, man, man. Condolences to the people in Beirut. There was another huge uh, fire out there. Was there? Yeah, it's a big fire in Beirut. Um, this was just but. The the big the explosion was what a month ago, so, yeah something like that yeah, man it, Lebanon is is reeling right now man so I hope that people keeping it together out there, it, world news is, it doesn't seem to be a like it, it's it's weird because things are are really like topsy turvy you got what's going on in the Middle East with the the United Arab Emirates signing a treaty with Israel Israel is like. <laughs> <laughs> they're just using that as a staging ground to say, hey, look, see, we're pro-Arab. We're still going to bulldoze the shit out of the Gaza Strip, though. Just saying, guys. Just saying. We're willing We're willing to be friends with all the Arabs not in Israel. Man. Pretty much. We refuse to share this land. Which is crazy that they could get away with that. In, in 2020, that's still a thing. 
Yeah, I figured, here, let's wrap up with something that's a, a little bit lighter of a topic. So um, they've been, I mentioned earlier about the cons- the uh, the concerted effort to slander Joe Budden's name. Mm-hmm, but what mm-hmm. it, for what it's worth, I do appreciate that Joe Budden goes through so much of his relationship uh, drama in the public eye. Because he gets to make the mistakes that we don't have to. <laughs> because there's tons of shit that I can yeah, tell you I've, like, I've picked up from just like watch like, oh, that was just a bad idea, bro. Rookie mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad idea, man. Like what most recently, um, I guess in his breakup with his most recent son's mother, um, he had a personal friend that manages that manages artists okay to me this person seems like somebody who has parlayed their friendship with joe into being able to get into rooms with a lot of prominent executives and so now they're parlaying that into a career in managing artists having made relationships with those people now when he broke up with his ex he recommended that she manage his ex now, here's the question I pose. It's his assumption that being his friend, she would be feeding information back to him. <laughs> is that is that being a bad friend? Um expect is he being a bad friend expecting it or and is she a bad friend for choosing to side with his with his chick? Uh that's weirdo shit to me. Yeah, like what I, I I can't I can't sanction you spying on people, my nigga. If y'all niggas that's clearly it's clearly then, a boundary issue. Yeah, and like that's weirdo shit. I don't know, like, like that's so the the first mistake is is no, you do not you do not recommend one of your friends become close business relations with your ex. It's a terrible idea. It's a it's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. So in in accepting that that role, was she a bad friend for? For turning on him and deciding to <laughs> to to aid his ex in concealing her with her her doings and foul play towards him. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know, but I can understand the interest of self preservation. People do all kinds of um, hilarious things because I think that's. I just think funny. that she was never really Joe's friend, like. Joe Joe is a profitable person to be around. Joe will do a lot of shit and put you in a lot of positions to do things for yourself. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, Joe mm-hmm. can't carry nobody, but because he's let into a lot of rooms and because he has no taste, he'll bring people who don't have those opportunities to places where they wouldn't normally be. And so in in light of that, She's stuck around and she's kept the, the good face for as long as as she has. But that doesn't mean which which is why like like I don't know, man. If you're really someone's ride or die, you would before you would take the job, you would probably turn the job down. Absolutely. As a friend. I see you making a bad decision, and since you are my friend, I'm going to let you know I'm not going to do that because I don't want to put our friendship in that position in my opinion that's if i was if i was asked you know what i mean like if if you asked me to 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 i don't know manage chef or something i would probably be like you know what i for all of our safety i'm just not i want to say that it's probably a bad idea i'm going to say that you're not in your right mind right now and then looking out for your best interest, I'm going to, I'm not going yeah. to do that. Um, yeah, that person clearly put themselves between a rock and a hard yeah, place you know what I mean? to make some money. I, why would you take that on that if that's your... DOA. I feel like she was ready. She wasn't really fucking with Joe that hard in the first place. And then, and, and then you know, furthermore, she convinced Sin to, to fucking record Joe and try to entrap him. And then she got the audio and then released it when the audio showed that Joe ain't stupid. Like, oh, okay. it showed her not even you entrapping know. him. I was like... And that just means that she's a terrible person. Yeah. You were just a bad judge of character. Flawed ass chick. Like, it's crazy. It's all good. You live and learn. But that goes back to, to something we said a couple episodes. Be careful. Yeah. Be wise in who so, you choose. Yeah. 
There is no you, substitute for a good judge of character, bro. Dude, there there's fuck none. niggas out there who will shoot at your feet, and there's fuck bitches out there who will record you and try to, you know, build a case. Like, it, there's bad men and there's bad women. Just be mm-hmm. careful who you choose. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a judge of someone's character. Hell no, nah, you need that shit because, oh man, I remember this fucking amazing quote, bro. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's just like it's better to have a fucking. Um, it's uh, terrible to have a, a, a what is it a fucking stupid friend with uh, good intentions as opposed to an enemy that wants to destroy you outright because a stupid friend with good intentions is going to ruin you every time. Yeah, it's yeah, they hit you ruinous. in the blind spot. Yep, they'll stick their finger and right. And you in allow your them eye. to. That's the thing. You will. Like, <laughs> you, you would never allow your enemy to, to give the, the opportunities no. that you would your friends. So that's Absolutely. why it's important to choose good friends so they don't put you in situations like. Trying to entrap you in some fucking stupid ass recording. Yeah. Or like that one basketball player that recorded that other nigga. It's a shit like that. Oh, that dick Exa- bag, you see? bro. You got it. You got What is what with people in snitching, bro? Be- Yo, the snitching culture is crazy. You gotta be able to sniff them out before you're in the room with Yo. them and they have the phone recorded, bro. Bro, like, I don't get this shit. Like, I, 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 what is this whole culture of like, I'm gonna record you? And blackmail you. The, the extortion game out here has gotten no crazy. Everybody, like everybody, used to want to sell drugs. Now everybody want to extort somebody. <laughs> hey, bro, you ain't. T- you if ain't you're gonna try blackmailing me, just go ahead and put it out, bro. Because you ain't see, somebody till you extort somebody. So. In my mind, if I accept the blackmail deal once, it's forever. You feel me? But yeah. if you spill whatever you got in the in the blackmail, it's one and done. I deal with it as if I get over it, I win. Feel me, but I'm not about to let nobody blackmail me forever. That's insane. That don't make no sense. Yeah, it is an ongoing endeavor, not a fun one in that. Feel me? And that type of shit can often escalate if they find that you're too weak to do anything against them in the first place. That's why you gotta shut that shit down. So you gotta shoot a nigga in his face. (laughs) Fuck that shit, yo. Nigga, don't ever come at me. Like, I will escalate this shit from fucking extortion to murder so fast. Like, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, like, I, I say that hyperbolically, but like, you have to come at like, I, yeah, I, no, I, I want no, niggas no. to approach me with that same with that same energy. Like, nigga, don't extort me because I want to escalate this shit maximally. Because if 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 you don't have that sentiment, dude, people will try mm-hmm. to take advantage of you they every will. time. Like, hmm. So he's only gonna call the police, or he's only gonna he's yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna do anything tangible, right? Like he's gonna do something I can evade. Like Nabi, nah, I'm gonna call the wolves, yo. Film I'm gonna, Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm gonna stick my head out my window, call my neighbors, and get <laughs> ugly with it. That's bully tactic number one. If they don't fight back, hit them harder. Turn the other cheek only gets both cheeks busted, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like I, I feel like. Like some of that shit that's written in the Bible is like, nah, B, you ain't never been slapped before. You ain't never Only been someone who's never been slapped would ever write that down, bro. Clearly, <laughs> whatever that commit means. that shit to paper. You know, uh, turn shit. the other cheek. You ain't never seen somebody get slapped like five life. times in a row. Yeah, nah, I'm good. Like nah, B, like slaps be rapid fire. Yeah, slaps are real. rarely one and dones. And they be like, that's the thing, man. Especially like a good slap is so satisfying that it embolds people. You know what I'm saying? It's true. You know what I'm saying? When that echo ricochets, they be like, yo, I could do this again. Bro, gotta shut it the down. Sound of a good slap is so <laughs> like emboldening. It's it's out of this world. <laughs> gotta shut it down. Can't let nobody get no <laughs> fucking combo in your face. Oh, Bro. What? Don't let them be Honda, you, bro. <laughs> Don't not let them do that, <laughs> bro. Like I do love any like anytime there's a character in a fighting game that can hit Man. you multiple slaps. It's like all right, I'm gonna have to learn that combo quick. Bro, it brings me back to fucking slap boxing and plantation. That was one thing that plantation was lit for, man. Niggas slap boxing, <laughs> slap boxing in the uh, in the classrooms. It's and then like, it turns into a real fight. Always, nigga, I always like it's not, like you say slap boxing, but like when has it never been real fighting? When is it not real boxing? It's uh, it's real boxing. It's it's someone, slap boxing before hand, it connects. So someone's gonna grab the other person's hand and yep. just lay them with a hard like right hook slap, and then it's a fight. It's it's all fun and games until the first slap connects, bro. Bro, and then somebody's mad, and then they're hitting for real. Man, and I'm always the one that that that, that breaks the, the the slaps the slap gently code. And like everybody's like, oh ha ha ha, slap slap slap. And I was like, all right, it's like, slap. I like, can put power nigga. into this though. 
Why you have to put your whole shoulder into that slap like that, bro? <laughs> my bad. It's a technique. It's a technique. And I'm saying I'm trained a thousand slaps a day. Bro, my pimp hand is way it strong. Came out like it's that. all instinctual. All right. So, yeah. Let's go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap on that topic. You know? Yeah, we'll keep it light this week. We gotta, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we'll have some more substantive stuff to wrap about. I think it's only going to take me about a week to get through that book. I'm hoping because I haven't been able to finish a complete book since Kendrick's been born. He doesn't exactly give me like <laughs> long blocks of time outside of when I record to to really like, focus on things. So hopefully I'll get that done soon and we'll have that review up for you guys. For the love of the people. Yeah, man. Just to give another shout out to the Hard Times crew. Always reminding them hard times are also good times. <laughs> I want to leave you guys with that. Um... Follow us on the social media, uh, Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. At Rico underscore G Sound. And always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.